If you're a physician who wants more autonomy in how you practice or fulfillment in your life, you're in the right place. This is the Change Physician Podcast, where our guests reveal how you can learn the mindsets, skills, and strategies to create the life you want without selling out your morals or values. But before we begin, I want to remind you of the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you at thechangephysician.com. This is The Change Physician, episode 245. Welcome back to The Change Physician. I'm Melissa Katie, The Challenge Doctor, with my co-host, Dr. Kevin Kakaro from the West Coast. I'm coming in from... The co-host I, from the West Coast. <laughs> that's right. Oh, nice rhyme. I like it. And I don't know. I'm... Yeah. I got to think of some other phrases that'll be rhyming. Yeah, because you're like not that. on a coast, so you don't I'm get not. That. I'm like... Uh, I'm, I'm like... Like, inland i'm always like the topic of discussion in politics and other stuff yeah. not that i want to be in that state uh for that reason um but i am i'm in the hill country of uh texas and austin so we are bringing today an episode I, we've never done this before but we thought it'd be fun and we want something uplifting or just at least interesting so um oh, we were it, curious and that sparked this whole thing like a lot yes. of other episodes like so as of today in April, um, we are looking at the top 10 videos based on views um, of the Change Physician podcast. So there is a uh, number one. You you want to bring it up? Are you looking at it right now, Kevin? Uh, I'm looking at it right here. I just want to give a little bit of background here. So yes. um, one of the key things with the Change Physician is we're published on multiple different platforms. So there's the video that you can go to YouTube and you can see us live, which is super yes. exciting. I mean, you really should just watch us live. No, I'm totally <laughs> joking. You don't you get the audio and you're going to be fine because we don't share a lot of it, uh, things. Anyway, there's YouTube and then we have Spotify and um, iTunes and all that stuff. Uh, and so the easiest one for us to kind of just look at right now is literally YouTube. I mean, the YouTube videos. So we should do this again and actually pull up like the stats off of iTunes. Like, I'd be kind yes. of curious to see if they're different, but we're going to do the top 10 based on views from YouTube. And the first one da, 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 is episode 117, over 30 years into retirement with Acacia and Billy Catterley, um, which I wasn't super shocked because I love that episode. But, yeah, it's from um, 2021. Yeah. So, I mean, so it's not super old. I mean, because there's there's a couple ways to this. Yeah. The older the video, the more views it's going to have, or sure. it may have. Um, but that was kind of in after the first year. And I think that it, it touches on this is something that a lot of people are interested in. Like mm -hmm. retirement. I mean, the, you, there's like these domains when, in the marketing world is basically like health and money and relationships are the three core domains. Um and then the last one I heard was Vice. That was something that uh, another marketer said. I was like, that's kind of interesting. But um, Vice? Vice. Oh, okay. That's like, uh, you know, drugs and porn. Like basically, because there's this strong desire yeah. for people. For Naughty stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, and I never, I never ever heard a marketer ever say that. And I was like, oh my God, that's actually kind of true. Um, but anyway, so, th so this kind of fits into the wealth and the retirement, this kind of fire retirement, early retirement thing is so powerful because it also, there, it covers the money part as well as the lifestyle thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, this particular video, which, which we loved with the Catterleys who we've had back again, just recently, it, what I loved about it is, is, um, instead of kind of, there's a track record here. And to talk with people who literally retired by, I think they were not even 40, if they were, they were around 40, I think when they, when they transitioned, because we're not gonna use the word retired, um, and have been doing it for 
over 30 something years now mm. uh, is extraordinarily powerful as a proof of concept. Uh, and I, and there was a lot of good takeaways on that. And we talked about things like, you know, what do you need to save and what lifestyle kind of you're looking at and geographic arbitrage. So not super surprised that that was that particular episode. And plus I think Billy and uh, Keisha shared it with their audience and they have a fairly large audience as well um, because it's a very popular topic. Yes. And I was actually, um, I'm discovering something here. I, I'm looking at the second one. Um, you want me to just jump into the, the yeah, second jump into the popular? second one. Yeah. Well, I needed to, um, cause I didn't on YouTube label the episode number. So I'm <laughs> doing that as we speak on the fly. Um, there we go. So episode 145 was with Dr. Kelly Casperson and that was about sex and orgasm. So, you know, I said naughty stuff, sex, it shouldn't be, I think there's a problem there. We make it all naughty or whatever but it's that's a whole episode that we should probably get kelly back on here about yes this puritanical thing that we have about sex in this country is absolutely insane um well let's do that let's get kelly back on let's see if she'll come back on just go ahead and now i want to talk about it let's multitask right now go ahead and send her a message um but you know episode 145 was so much fun i think it was like over an hour long and it it had oh let's see it's had almost, it's already had almost, you know, 400 views. Um, we're a small little podcast and we have a, a niche of, of people that um, physicians are physician allies. But I think a lot of this stuff really relates to a lot of, you know, just human beings in general. Everyone needs to watch this episode. Um, and so let's just say her personality, her just shooting from the hip, like she's just uh, a joy to, to to have a conversation with and to listen to. She's got her own podcast, You're Not Broken, um, her own book that came out, you know, just definitely want to um, express how, like, how much impact she's making, not just locally, but around the world. I mean, there are so many cultures that won't talk about this at all. And for people to just chime in and listen to what she has to say and talk about things, even in this country, we have this like this perception based on porn or some other thing that this is the way it's supposed to be. And uh, a lot of uh, female anatomy is ignored. I mean, there's so much we discuss in this episode that just it's it's top notch and um men you need to listen to it uh if you enjoy uh women in a sexual way there's a lot you can learn from this too so all kinds of people can learn this uh learn things from this so any comments kevin i just like but <laughs> i just found that funny i don't know why men <laughs> you should listen to this if you enjoy women in a sexual way <laughs> yes well true <laughs> <laughs> There's so much like their perception of what, what about like, women, women who on. enjoy or men who, you know, like, let, let me just, I think if you're interested in sex, you should watch the video. Oh, you know that too, but there's just, there's, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to go into the details. I'm just like, there's just these perceptions. There was this part at minute 34, 52 that I, someone should be watching this. You know why I say that? Cause I've actually met men that think there's only two orifices for what, like, there's a major anatomy lesson that needs to happen across this world. But anyway, um, let me just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm just like appalled at the horrible like education we do. And like you said, this puritanical thing where we just like avoidant about any of it avoidant, or make yeah. it evil. I'm like, 
it's how we propagate the species people this is like can be utilized for that but well um, and knowledge about it is i mean i don't know it it's a it's a biological urge in so many ways it's so important to um understand it to understand and it's pleasurable and 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 there shouldn't be all the shame associated with it. And we just do this, you know, I just think about sex ed in this country where we don't really teach any, we teach anatomy lessons, basically not real sex ed. Um, And then, which leaves us open gap. Like people are so scared of talking about stuff with their kids, you know, book banning, not look at some States Uh, here that do this ridiculous stuff. Uh, Oh, we're scared. We don't want our kids to learn about black history because they may feel like we're we did bad things in this country which we did do bad we things and, i mean come it's freaking the truth yeah and, but if you don't if we don't talk about it then there's this void and sex yeah. is a big one because if you don't talk about it and you don't like kind of present this stuff there's this big void and people are going to learn it from somewhere yeah so where do you want them to learn it from do you want to actually learn it in a healthy way or you want to learn it in an unhealthy way yeah um Anyway, it just, it blows my mind. So I, obviously you can see that why it's a popular episode because we're still talking about it right now. Yeah. Well, I think if you educate people that, and, and I think there needs to be more respect and responsibility when it comes to this topic and engaging in that in your life, if you choose to engage in it. So um, anyway, I, I just think it's a great topic and she does a great job. So she does. And she's always fun. So we'll see if we can get her back on again, actually. And in number three, you want to mention the third most popular? Yeah. So this one, this one was kind of interesting. I mean, I'm glad because I love this episode, but this was episode 73 with Dr. Lamia Boric, who um, was heard a story from becoming from a Bosnian refugee to her locums, uh, becoming a locums physician. And Lamia is, I I just love Lamia. Uh, We, you know, full disclosure, we actually worked together. We started at at our, at at a, a group practice at the really close together. I can't remember. We were a couple months apart or whatever. Um, and she's just, just a great person. And, uh, to, and I, it's always just appreciated her story, like to come from literally a war ravaged country to flee as a refugee to a neighboring country, then to be treated pretty crappily in the neighboring country, because those people didn't like you and then immigrate to the United States, you know, complete high school, you know, graduate from medical school and then become a hematologist oncologist. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. And then she's done a lot of work on very much kind of the focus of the change physician with, with how do you change to, cause if you're unhappy, you, you can sit in this role and, and grow up in mind, you know, uh, and think, Oh, well, there's nothing I can do. And I'm all in debt and I'm going to have to practice and do, be miserable until I'm 60, in which case then you'll probably die right after that. But uh, she took really active control of kind of her life and practice and has found this niche in locums um, and is thriving. And, and is, again, looking at this one, I'm like, man, we need to get Lamia back on an update because I've actually seen her some, do some comments on some of the physician groups and she seems to be doing very, very well. Yeah. And, um, you know, taking charge of your life and providing these kind of examples. And, and again, I make if, <laughs> You're come from you're I've been a refugee as a teenager, and then now you're kind of going through this stuff, become a refugee from medicine, and kind of reinvent yourself. That's super powerful and uh, yeah. inspiring. And I just that was that is one of my favorite lessons. I love yeah. that, love that episode. Yeah, and it makes me think of you know I I can only infer people's interest in it because the story seems amazing. But, you know, I know that we all know, you know, Kevin and I both know that there's some people that when we put these out that they share it with their own communities. And so that increases the views and whatnot. But, um, you know, I, 
humans, we like stories and, you know, being inspired. And so I, I definitely agree that this is one of those amazing ones too. Well, it was uh, like, Lamia doesn't have this huge social media presence, right. like, you know, um, so something resonated there and yeah. it, it's, uh, and that's good because it resonated with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> resonating with, maybe it's resonating resonating with somebody else out there but yeah. but really good some really profound takeaways and i just i i you know it's kind of stupid and and uh whatever but i just feel really proud when i see her and like taking control and living life her way i'm like that's so awesome because i i didn't remember one time one of there's a surgeon in the old group we were in he's trying to come in and and basically try to bully her and make her write opioids for one of his patients and i was so pissed off mm. like yeah anyway so i just love to see that she just does her stuff yeah just, that's yeah. really great yeah and it's only a 33 minute episode there's no reason you can't you know if you're commuting you just take a listen to that episode for sure um so that was the third most popular video and number four is episode 136 with change expert tim creasy um and talking about the human side of change um, that was kind of a different type of interview than we've done with anyone else. I mean, he's not a physician, but who, like it says, a change expert and, and we're all about the change physician. So we had to bring someone talking about change. Um, any thoughts about that, Kevin? No, it was fun talking with Tim. Um, change, well, we're the change physician podcast. So anything that we can talk about the actual process there, mm -hmm. you know, cause that's kind of like the theme one of the goals with this podcast is to increase, I mean, we really should put it in the tagline, increase a level of awareness so that you can Aware actually position. change intentionally, <laughs> right? Because it's, um, you know, so a lot of, you know, we talk about sex and we don't talk about sex enough and, and people are left in these, these information vacuums and changes are the same thing. There are change strategies. There are changes that you can do for yourself. Most of which I would say comes from awareness. It's either going to do aware change or you're going to do unaware change, but change is going to happen to you. Um, organizational change. Um, and we talk kind of a lot about those overlays in there, that there's these, spe these specific tools that you can use um, to help yourself with change. But really what, the, what their group and their business is looking at is organizational change. How do you change an organization, which medicine needs a lot of organizational change. So if you're interested in that, I would definitely go to that episode, but a lot yeah. of fun. Definitely. So number six or number five, what's our number five? Our episode number five was with Rail Mazinski, and I'm just right here. I'm looking at the title, and I'm trying. What was his? Was um why he left medicine? No, uh, but what what's his website? That's the thing. He has a. Oh yes, uh, I will pull it up. <laughs> I was gonna pull. I was scared to click it because I didn't want it to like start playing in the background or anything. Yes. Um. um but but was it that was a fascinating? So Dr. Mazinski is, uh, I think he left after medical school. Um, yes. So he graduated, but then he didn't actually go into internship because he knew he wasn't going to be happy, which is lo and behold, something you can do, folks. Like, you know, yeah. if you are positive, I would typically recommend unless you're absolutely super, 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 super positive, at least complete internship, which is hard anyway. Yeah. Um, but um if, if, you know, if, if it's, if you're totally miserable and you knew it pretty much from the beginning, cause his story was interesting. Cause it kind of, he ended up in medicine in many ways, similar to some families where it was sort of this expectation that you were going to do it. Yeah. Uh, so external motivation the whole entire time. And then he started a website that had to do doc jobs. Doc jobs. Yeah. Was it, which are basically oh, wow. non-clinical um, jobs. And he was one of the first to do it. So there's a lot of them now. 
But when you're going back 10, 15 years or longer when he created this thing, because um, uh, he had ended up in a role, I think, in finance. And uh, so not the same thing as in medicine and then doc jobs you can sign up for and they advertise things and they're they're They look a lot for physicians in roles, particularly with um, finance companies and funds that are looking for people who can analyze data really, really well and find these opportunities in medicine. Yeah, Uh, but it was a fun story. It was a fun, fun thing to talk about. Yeah. And I had in my notes, the doc stands for dropout club. Oh, yeah. The dropout club. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. yeah, I got a lot of views. This is from 2020. So, you know, had more time to accrue views, but it's also one of those um, that it says why he left medicine. And I know throughout the pandemic, people have been like considering leaving medicine. So I'm assuming, again, inferring, but um, no real data to support that. Um, well, that if, we, if we actually had an episode, of, like, you know, how to drop out of medicine and start a new career, mm. um, a successful career, I, I think that would blow up really quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the same time, I think it would be also interesting to to talk about um, the challenges with it because here's the everybody wants the physician salary, but they don't want the physician job. Yeah. Well, it is ex- extraordinarily difficult to get a physician salary, and unless you're a pediatrician, um, not you know not poo poo and pediatricians, but we know that you guys are underpaid. Um, yes. You know, but you, to step away from from clinical medicine to 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 expect some of the salaries, particularly if you're a spell specialist, is uh, it's not going to happen unless yeah. you're like amazing venture capitalist guy, in which case you're probably not in medicine to begin with. But there's lots of different opportunities that you can have with a medical background um, that still provide, I would say, greater income than 80, 90% of of most individuals. And you can be very happy and satisfied. I would say I did that. You know, I stepped away from clinical practice in an extraordinarily high paying specialty because I disagreed with it fundamentally. Um, and uh, it had a huge drop in income. But, um, you know, cobbled together kind of consulting education, trying to kind of promote, you know, understanding of science of pain and things like that. And um, I still made decent money, like, again, nowhere close to what a physician would make. And uh, even in my role now, where it's non-clinical, but I'm employed, I still don't make close to what I used to make, but I still make, most people be very satisfied with the income that I make. So um, there's lots of opportunities there. Yeah. Definitely. So that was uh, episode 26, technically, um, our fifth highest ranking video. And then um, number six is, believe it or not, Acacia and Billy, uh, you said Catterly. I thought it was Caterly, but Caterly. Um, yeah, um, they came back in January and gave us, they had their new, their fifth edition of their adventures guide. Um to early retirement and um that uh, the title was still retired since 38 years old um so that of course you know we can't i mean we said that in the first the highest ranking video i mean it's just awesome so 38 they, yeah i was yeah younger than you were saying yeah. yeah i wanted to say 30 something but then i'm like oh maybe it was 40 because that just seems so young yeah 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 so you have you, know, you just have to watch that one too i mean they're they're just uh they're loving i mean they still you know, at least exude this excitement of, of everything they do and where they're at. And they're in Mexico and um, at this current time, as my understanding. So um, that was number, that was actually episode 235. Um, and then number seven of the rankings is 
Dr. Ford Brewer, he's an ER physician that started doing a YouTube station, does a lot of preventive medicine kind of, um, in fact, that's one of his, I think, prevent PrevMed. Uh, you have to go into the, the video, you can click or see what the handle is for that. Uh, but Dr. Ford Brewer has been on a couple times, but his was the number uh, seven ranking video. Um, any comments about that, Kevin? No, other than I'm looking at going, man, we need to have Ford back on again. I, I really enjoyed talking to him um, and really kind of enjoyed his experiences. And he's got a pretty decent YouTube experience, uh, YouTube exposure for, for a physician where he focuses on prevention, you know, and, uh, cardiovascular health. And, uh, it, it, yeah, he really just a really, really good guy. And he's doing some great work out there trying to keep people healthy, um, mm -hmm. which is so opposite as compared to the total sick care system. So, and he's, yeah. you know, I, I just remember he was some of, he was, a, he helped us early on and was very supportive of us. And, yeah, um, yeah. So I, yeah. good, good, good guy and great, great, great information. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has been supportive. And that was from a 2020 episode, episode 48. Um, so that was number seven. Funny thing is right behind that is our very first episode. That was the intention of the change physician podcast. I have to say, just cause it's been sitting there forever and they're curious who we are. And it probably is just like right there. Easy to click on, um, is probably why, you know, that 14 minute episode has gotten a pretty good number of views. So I don't have anything well, to say like about the, I do that right now, particularly on YouTube is sort of the way that YouTube for me works is I find something kind of interesting. Huh? I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And I'll click on the button that says the channel and I'll look at the channel and I usually yeah. go to the about. And I, I can't remember if that is in our about or whatever, but anyway, it it's a quick way to kind of see, well, who are these people? Are they total crazy people? Yeah. Are um, they really physicians? Are they really physicians? I mean, hopefully people are, are they, asking that. That's yeah. Like are the they ODs or DOs? Like, you know, what is that? You know? Yeah. We yeah. should do an episode on that again, like just like oh, the, the, some stuff. The, the little alphabets behind your, are, who, yeah. who's, wait, was it, if the doctor's seeing you now, who, what doctor is seeing you now? Yeah. And that's important actually, because yeah. there's a bunch of people running around with doctor who say they're doctors that aren't actually physicians. Like, yeah. um, Wow, that's a well. That yeah, there's a lot there. There's a we have to unpack a lot of that to really go into that. Anyway, always ask who the who were taking care of you. If they say I'm your doctor, say where did you go to medical school? Where did you do residency? It's always good to get a good background on them so that you know fully who is involved in your care. Anyway, yes. so that was our little about video. Yeah, so that was rank number eight and number nine of our top ten. Speaking of labels, um, Dr. Ali Abdal is a, was trained as a UK physician, is, did a lot of YouTube work, even as a big medical, medical student. student. I mean, that's where he got his business from. Right. And then he went from pre-med to, you know, junior doctor. He was, I think it's just like an intern, like basically an intern year kind of thing compared well, yeah, to- Yeah, I think they, so they finished medical school and they are a junior doctor or whatever, which is, I think, most equivalent to our residency. And then- um, and then he finished, once you finished kind of that general residency, you become like a GP and then you can go off and do other things, but he quit yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. But he's created like a ton of like educational support for people. Well, it's because he makes a lot more money doing what he's doing than he would as a as a physician. And yeah. he has already been kind of has his life set up. So right. um, impressive, impressive. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting episode because of the there were some cultural issues with that one. The main one being is that in the UK they don't apparently want to be called themselves doctor. 
Yes. Or or maybe it was it was because he was like basically a resident. I don't know what it was. It, it was presumptuous. Well, here and with um, the reason we do it is not necessarily because we're completely presumptuous, but we want you to know who you're getting information from. Right. Um, maybe the UK is more sophisticated and they're more apt at being able to dig through it, but not in the United States. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of questionable information coming from a lot of questionable people. Um, and so I will definitely say Dr. Kevin Kukar or Dr. Melissa Cady, uh, if it's a professional um, environment. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we didn't put the label on him. Um, in a lot of places, it's like MBBS and like there's all these different acronyms for representing physicians and whatnot. But um, so that episode uh, just you know, it's striking when you look at this variety of, of just the top 10 of, of how people um, have transitioned or enhanced their medical practice, or if they're not a physician, how that can impact, you know, even physicians that are in practice. Um, so the number 10, our final top 10, and actually to be, uh, what's interesting, I think they ranked Dr. Abdal as nine instead of 10, because we had four comments but the views oh. are actually a few more with Dr. Paul Thomas. So yeah. um, technically, Dr. Ali Abdal uh, is ranked by YouTube as number nine, but by views, he's number 10. But Dr. Paul Thomas is right there, neck to neck, uh, neck, whatever the phrase is. Um, neck and neck. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, starting up a direct primary care um, practice as a new physician or DPC. Um with Plum Health, we didn't we just say that? Well, um, we're doing a we're, we're pulling that up on a, a Thursday throwback. Oh, that was what we we're pulling it up. I just, yeah, there's a recall there. But um, there's a reason it's going to be a Thursday throwback because it's a great episode. Yeah, and, and Paul Thomas, um, fascinating story. Was always into physician led care since he was a um, medical student, and he wanted to make sure he served communities that needed physicians not like i'm going to set up a concierge classic in the middle of the you know beverly hills or whatever um but he wanted to be in where he was needed and he set up plum health in detroit in an area where he was needed he went after residency directly and started his direct primary care practice which is totally awesome um and so all these people like oh i can't do it i can't do it well he came out of residency and did it yeah. And, and and he didn't do it in an affluent market in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. He's done really, really well for himself. His clinic, I think the last time I checked, had at least two or three other physicians in it now. Um, which is and 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 I and again, one of my favorite kind of episodes because he's doing it for the right re reasons. You know, he's not going out there trying to become, you know, lifestyle is great and it's extraordinarily important. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I won't ever, you know, poo-poo anybody who says I need a better life. But he's also doing it kind of kind of there's a meaning behind it of how yes. do you how do you serve society in such a way that that it, you're not getting drained, that you're not, you know, carving yourself up. Yeah. Um, Feels meaningful. It, it is meaningful, it's sustainable and joyous. I, yeah. I, you know how that's sort of like the trifecta and he did it and he's doing it and um, super exciting episode. And I think particularly if you're in primary care or any specialty where you're in that primary care role, something to kind of look into. I'm, I mean, we say it a lot. I'm a huge proponent for, for direct primary care until organized medicine actually gets its head out of its butt mm -hmm. and figures out how important our primary care uh, physicians are. 
instead of doing the dumping thing on them and if we start you know weaning away from all the garbage that the subspecialists have done um man i mean that's what that's kind of the dream of medicine and he i yeah just loved i love that episode and i and i really love paul and and i'm glad it's in the top 10 <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah yeah and he had a book he wrote too that um uh, I'm trying to remember how to start a DPC practice. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're curious, I mean, just reach out to him too. Like, I'm Oh, sure. and he had the other one on professionalism, like just the dressing mm -hmm. thing. Yes, we, yes. we talked about that as well. And you, and, and I remember the first thing I thought of was, well, why, how can you write about it? And it's like a 350 page book. And it's more about presentation. Like how yeah. do you prevent present professionally? And yeah, um, some people yeah. need a lot of help with that. So yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. Um, Oh, check into his stuff. Um, go to Plum Health, and I'm sure there's links to all the things he's doing too there. But um, yeah, that's our top ten, and it ranged from 2020 to 2023, so it was a nice spread. And um, I, I think we should do this at least uh, once a year, and um, the very least to just bring up some of our topest, uh, topest, highest. <laughs> highest our toughest uh, highest. episodes our toughest <laughs> me go to med school <laughs> me doctor <laughs> hey you know sometimes your mind and your mouth is not working at the same rate anyway um any final comments before you take us out no other than i think we should do this again sometime and and like we, we talk about key takeaways but it, one of the fun things about doing a podcast and one of the reasons we do this is to learn Mm -hmm. And when you come away from episodes, there's stuff that we learn and we can apply and there's some big takeaways there and it'd be fun to kind of review those as well at some point. So yeah, fun. This was actually a lot of fun. I really enjoyed yeah, doing it. I liked it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, take us out then. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us today on the Change Physician Podcast, where uh, you can learn strategies around change as well as find some hope. I think that there is a lot of opportunity for you. And if you are not satisfied where you are, become aware and start doing some intentional change to get to where you want to go. Right. And one of the first places you should go is join the community at thechangephysician.com, whether you're a physician or a physician ally. And until next time, stay well. Take Thank care. you for joining us today on the Change Physician Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know by going to thechangephysician.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you simply by joining the community at thechangephysician.com.